Today's guest, Andre, Andrea mm-hmm. Gioria. Is that too much of a rolling of the R's? Am I putting too much Spanish in it? Uh, you're pretty good. It's like Dauria. Dauria. Yes, sir. Dauria. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> you know, the, I, I love, first of all, the only Italians that I had met before uh, working with the WBSC were like New York Italians. Like, hey, forget about it. Mafioso. You know, like that. But... <laughs> So since uh, being able to work with WBSC, I've met some great Italians, and you have beautiful names uh, and beautiful yeah, people. Different. Yeah, yeah, and not, not so boring like Americans, like John Madden. Uh, you know? Yeah, J- John, it's typical American. <laughs> yeah, and not only great names, but beautiful people. Some of the best people that I've met um, over there, you know, like uh, Cinzia, Totoni, uh, you, Beppo. Obviously, uh, Ricardo Fricati, uh, everyone, yeah, you know, beautiful a, a, people. A lot of big Italian community in the WBSC, you know. Yeah, very loving people, very warm, very funny. Uh, <laughs> you know, very well, some of my favorite people that I met over there. So really. Tried to do our best. <laughs> Thank you, first of all, so much for uh, joining us here today. I just had a few questions for you. First, about... I think- Sorry, just a second. I, that's the good thing of live. I think my daughter is using something in downstairs uh, that she she can't turn off. <laughs> that's that's fine. I got a dog too here in the background. You might be here barking. So, okay, uh, things happen. <laughs> Life happens. Which oh, yeah. which obviously we're in a crazy time right now with this whole coronavirus. Absolutely. How's it going over there uh, in Italy with you and the coronavirus and baseball and everything? Well, um, in terms of life. Uh, since we start early than you guys, like uh, two, three weeks earlier. Now, uh, I'm not saying uh, we are getting good, but uh, better. I mean, uh, the curve is um, flattening a little bit. Uh, we almost had uh, 200 deaths yesterday compared to almost 1,000 when uh, we got to the peak. Same thing with the new infected, and we are doing a lot of tests, so the situation is getting better. And uh, last uh, Monday, so three, four days ago, we moved into phase two. That's called like more transition uh, until the 18th. So some uh, um, stores open. Uh, we are allowed to go and visit uh, relatives. And uh, we, we restart individual activities are uh, sport related. Not team sport yet. Okay. Is team yeah. sports in phase three or is there more phases? Uh, that's called the phase 2B. <laughs> phase 2B, so, okay. Yeah, that, we are supposed to restart uh, team sports on the 18th of May, but uh, the, federa- the, well, the, the government gave like two weeks uh, um, plan. So probably next week we're going to know for sure what can happen after May 18th. Okay. Yeah, we've got a lot of, I also work with U-Triple-S-A, um, yep. and we've got a lot of stuff planned this summer, and I see the U-Triple-S-A plaque behind you and the WBSC shirt yeah. behind you. Um, can you talk a little bit about what you do with U-Triple-S-A and WBSC? Well, uh, with U-Triple-S-A, I started back in 2011 with uh, our common friend, uh, DJ. The man. Uh, yeah, play with you. It was in the Mets, right? The Mets organization, yeah. right? So uh, his, him and his dad started the international program. So I got invited to one of the conventions and they involved me in the, in the international program. So I was pretty active with him. We started running a development clinic uh, all around Europe. 
and uh, I think it was 2014, uh, we had a meeting with the WBSC and see how we could help uh, uh, development worldwide. So that's why we, we start working with the WBSC. Oh, so wow. That, uh, and then beside that, uh, uh, every summer, I was uh, traveling to the States uh, with the European kids to participate in a UCCA tournament. And the same thing, we had uh, American teams coming to Europe and play summer tournament over here. So that's wow, that's awesome. And yeah. you, ha you have a son that plays and travels and come over here and played, following in dad's footsteps, yeah. right? You used to play. You were a second baseman, pitched a little bit, if I'm correct, yeah. right? Yeah, you're right. What was that, it? We better not talk about my career as a player. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least tell us what was it like coming up um, in Italy and playing baseball at, you know, when you were coming up? What was it like? Oh, well, the, I never seen a baseball game, uh, ball, not even a game, until I was eight. At the time, I was playing soccer, and uh, during a summer camp, um, they took me to the baseball field because in my city they were starting a club. So we had the practice and, I, and then I got a call. Hey, do you like to join us? I said, uh, join what? <laughs> I'm playing soccer. I'm a soccer player, right? <laughs> but a few of my friends uh, said, nah, let's go. Let's try, blah, blah, blah. It was summertime. And you know, summer, it's when uh, we stop uh, the league, the soccer league. It's like, it's like a vacation for us. So... So I said, okay, let's go. Because at that age, you follow what your friends do, right? So I start, and uh, I, I was successful at the time. I don't know why, <laughs> but I could hit the ball. And I, have, I had a pretty good hand-eye coordination. So, you know, growing up, I started when I was eight. And now it's like almost 35 years that uh, I'm involved. Wow. Uh, so I've seen a lot of changes in, uh, in uh, our sport here. So what is the difference now, like with your son playing there? What, how has it grown? What are some of the differences? What is it like right now in, in Italy? Well, uh, Before the coronavirus, of course. Before the coronavirus, <laughs> yeah. Now we are the same as US. <laughs> same <laughs> level now. Uh, now I see a lot of improvement. Uh, coaches are better. Uh, everything is more organized. And uh, the, the best thing is that the kids now have more opportunities. When I was a kid, we had no chance to... First of all, to watch even an MLB game on TV. And now you can watch games. Uh, you have MLB TV. You have video games. Uh, so it's uh, way easier to learn uh, the dynamic of the game. And then there are like opportunities to travel, play summer tournament there. We had a lot of uh, like um, regional team that can f play each other, try to qualify for the Little League World Series, stuff like that. We have a lot of uh, international opportunities through the WBSC and the World Cups. At, at that time, was not possible. So we didn't have the same opportunities when we were kids. Well, that's great. And you mentioned before you saw the jersey behind me. Grilly, yeah. he got to play. I believe he played for the uh, national team at one point yeah. during his pro career. That was yeah. pretty cool. I, you know, the, the chair of uh, the coach commission is Marco Mazzieri, has been 10 years the head coach of the Italian national team during three World Classic. And I still remember it was uh, 2013, uh, the best uh, result for Italy in the, the World Classic. We got to three outs to, to get to the, 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 the final four. And uh, I remember we were winning uh, uh, 
by one against uh, was Dominican Republic. It was Dominican Republic, yeah. And um, Greeley was supposed to, to pitch uh, uh, the ninth inning, and uh, they tried to call him to, to pitch the, the, the eighth, and he said no. <laughs> or some, was some was something like that. But I remember we needed Greeley at the time, and he, he couldn't. He, he made a call. He wanted to pitch, but he made a call to, I think, Pittsburgh at the time was pitching. I don't remember. So they, they said no and was not available, uh, and we lost the game. Oh, Lost man. the game. That's yeah. Tough. Yeah, and back, I think 2013 was. 13, 13. That was when he was like going off i think that might have been his all-star year maybe possibly. probably yeah yeah so he was really yeah. <laughs> like he would have been a huge asset right there too yeah they asked him to pitch two in i remember the, the story they asked him to pitch two innings and he said no i'm i'm not available for two so we lost uh, after eight you know oh. so we are a visiting team and uh, we, we we didn't have the ninth defense so we never pitched that game it was yeah. in and out for us. I'm sure, you know, Grilly is a friend of mine. Um, he's a real good guy. I'm sure he probably wanted to. I don't know the, yeah. the, the whole story, but I'm sure like guys like that, like MLB All-Stars like that, when they come over and play in games like that, the teams, the organizations they're with don't want to, you know, make sure they're not being overused and stuff like that. I'm sure Absolutely, it was a yeah. tough, tough situation for everyone. That would have been cool, though, for Italy to shut it down and, and advance. Oh, uh, yeah. Should have been a great experience. And then also a lot of money for the Italian Federation. You know? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that is thanks. Well, tell, let him, me tell him he owes uh, like a check uh, to, to the <laughs> National Federation. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this about going back to youth baseball yeah. in Italy. And really not even just Italy, but around the world. You, again, you have a son who's playing. What kind yeah. of um, approach do you take? in teaching him the game of baseball because it's a little different from coming from a dad to a son teaching the game versus a coach to a son what how's your whole dynamic and approach in that respect? that's uh, yeah that's difficult i see somebody i i, I don't sometimes i don't like to be uh, dad and coach at the same time but it is what it is and uh, when uh, when i have to explain to my players especially the the, the, the really young like 10 years old 11 years old where my, my son now is 11 uh, how to respect the rules and stuff like that the first kid that received punishment is always my son you know they say if you don't respect the rules nobody will respect the rules for that reason but uh, well my approach is um, since uh, we don't have uh, so many kids playing like in the states uh, we have to keep the ones we have, right? Because we are trying to steal them from other sports, but it's not easy in Italy. So first thing, uh, um, they must love the game. So you, you must keep the game easy and funny, uh, not going into technical things until they don't turn maybe 12, 13, 14 years, uh, years old. Then when you see if they have a chance to to grow up and maybe in the future playing your senior team because we play, a, we have a, like a club system uh, in Italy. So the, the, the players grow up in the same club. So you, you are thinking, okay, I want to develop this player until he can get to the, the top team, right? The senior team. Okay. It's different like travel ball system in US. One year he plays for a, a travel ball. The next year he can go and join another one. No. 
So he is not for business, uh, it's just for most for, for fun and to develop players for the senior team. So that's my my goal. Try to teach them how to play. At the same time, try to keep them uh, engaged and involved in the game so they need to have fun. So that's uh, the, for my focus. Now, what about for other parents who have kids around the same age? What is your advice? And not just Italians, but you know, being, bringing the whole big picture into play, uh, you know, Americans uh, in the U.S. and all over. You've traveled so, to so many different countries and seen baseball and softball in so many different countries. What is your advice to some of these parents who have kids in the game of baseball uh, trying yeah. to bring them up? Uh, well, the first thing, let, let them understand their kids are not like uh, Albert Pujols or Mike Trout. <laughs> so they are just kids. So the, the, the first thing, and they are the, the players, not the parents. So just uh, just uh, enjoy watching uh, uh, your son playing and doing something he is he, having fun with. It's like going to like a, a park and see them like... Uh, on a roller coaster or stuff like that, you don't you don't yell at him and you don't try to give him advice. You just uh, you are happy if your son is is having fun and is happy. So just just support him and um, let him play, let him having fun. That's my that's what I do when I because sometimes my son also goes playing for other team in the summer when we do like uh, not leagues game but like summer tournament. Um, he got a call, hey, does your son want to play for my team during this Parma event? So, okay, I bring him. So, at the time, I'm not a coach. I'm just a parent and I enjoy watching the game and look at him having fun and just don't say anything about baseball. <laughs> Zero. But so, yeah. what you're telling me is there are crazy baseball parents all across this world. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, even, even here. But here, I'm, when I, if I'm talking as a coach, before the season starts, we have a, a parents' meeting. And the first thing I tell them, listen, I'm not a volunteer as a coach. That's my full-time job. So I'm not telling you what you have to do in your own job if you are like an accountant, an administrator, an engineer. I'm not, I'm not saying anything. It's not, it's not, I don't have the knowledge to tell you what to do. So you don't have to do the knowledge to tell me what to do on a baseball field. So support <laughs> your son and shut up. <laughs> I'm just going. And if you don't like the way I coach, go to the president of the club and tell him to remove me. That's boom. No, but that's great to say that straight up front so that yeah. they know. Because if you don't ever bring that up, then you're going to run into issues, you know, mid-season oh, yeah. where, you know, things start getting yeah. crazy. And it happens everywhere. I see that here in the United States, too, all the time. It's crazy. Let me ask you this. What about philosophy-wise in baseball? And at, I'm talking about at the highest levels of the game because I know, or at least I, I've come to understand, that there's different philosophies of the game. Like the uh, U.S. has, you know, one philosophy. Japan has – totally different philosophy of how to approach the game. I'm sure there's many other different, and you've traveled a lot more than I have. Who do you think has the best implementation of, uh, you know, the philosophy of baseball? Well, the philosophy is only one, winning games <laughs> at that level. Okay. So basically, I think you must find the, 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 the best strategy that works for your team to win games. 
uh, US, uh, you played so many games, 160, well, not this year, <laughs> but uh, 162. So you have to let the, the player uh, be comfortable uh, in their position in the lineup or whatever. So not giving them so many signs. I don't see how many bunts an average MLB team does beside in American League, beside the pitcher. So not that much. Not much. Okay, you see Italian league games at the top division when you, you have some former major league playing, maybe you see four bunts in a game. I've seen games where lead off on base, bunt the second batter of the game. Just so every time you got a chance, try to score one. That's the philosophy in some league, while in the US, don't think about scoring one, try to score like five. Right. right. So then free to swing. Uh, I've seen a lot of games in uh, in Asia, uh, and uh, most of the the better are a little bit more disciplined than uh, in US or Latin America. So they try to maybe uh, early in the count try to swing a little bit like with power, but at the end just to try to put the ball in play. Just try stay to the ball, and if you have a chance to do their routine plays. That's what they do more. Yeah, it's so. crazy that an America has developed over the years into, it's almost like a culture now where like they even have shirts now that say like how to bunt. Number one, don't bunt. Number two, hit a home run. Like, yeah. like it's almost like the culture is like, and the Americans just want to hit home runs as hard as they can. And pitchers want to throw as fast as they can and get the spin rate and blow it yeah, by sure. batters, you know. But I remember a day, when it wasn't like that and we tried to advance the runners and we weren't talking about launch angle all the time and stuff like that and being the leaders in baseball or at least from my perspective i'm saying that as an american but uh you know that's not always great for the kids to watch because it's kind of given a yeah. false uh sense of where they should be at a young age you know they're, yeah. they're seeing all these guys swinging for the fences and throwing 100 miles an hour and these kids want to try to emulate that and do the same thing when sure their bodies are just not built for that yet, especially at the, you know, the youth level, I'm talking like eight to 13 years old. Um, so it's, it's definitely tough. Yeah. As I that? was saying, uh, John, it's, uh, depends on the strategy that was for you. And, and so the, the strategy is made by the players that you have. So me and you, we are a little bit different body wise. So maybe if I try to swing uh, the same way as you, the same way as you, I, I will not be successful. So I need to find a way to get on base and produce run. That's why Americans are a little bit, a little bit taller and bigger than, and stronger than maybe Japanese. But at the same time, it's, it's not all about physical because if not, you wouldn't have Altuve having like 30 plus Omra. Right. Or, you know, so, well, but I tell you what, you don't want to swing like me, Andre. I'll tell you that. As a pitcher only, I had one professional at bat. And it was a strikeout. <laughs> and uh, who you want to swing like is like DJ Wobbit. That guy can swing. <laughs> maybe, about. maybe, maybe, maybe. But listen, you have less strikeout in your career than DJ Wobbit. Anyway. That's, you hey, that's very true. I need to remind him of that when I, next time I see him. I only, I only strike out once in my life. <laughs> and I see you swinging with the wiffle ball machine in your living room. You're pretty good. Uh, you know what? Thank, thank you, first of all. But that thing is awesome. I love that machine, man. Yeah. And you know what? They, I've got these gloves, too. They're little, um, they're little gloves. The kids love these freaking gloves. They put them on the hand, like on the finger right here. And 
and on the thumb here. And then you can catch the mini wiffle balls in here. And it really works on like the hand-eye coordination. Yeah, you have to be super good. like soft with your hands because, you know, the mini, the mini wiffle ball is really yeah. light. And this thing is, you know, it's, it's hard to do. So when it hits in here, you got to be really soft and receive it. Um, I actually, uh, the Texas Rangers bought some of these. The uh, Cleveland Indians bought some of these. Like, guys are loving it. And the kids love these things. One, because it's fun. You know, it's fun to do. Oh, yeah. Parents love it because it's safe. That mini wiffle ball can smoke them right in the head. It's not going to hurt them, you know. Um, it's just – and it's great for hand-eye coordination. Yeah. You know what? I When I seen uh, your, your videos was like uh, the beginning of our lockdown, right? Mm -hmm. It was uh, March. So I was saying, you know, I, I should try to order one. But, uh, yeah, if I order something for the States, it's going to cost me like $3,000. On for shipping. <laughs> shipping. <laughs> yeah. Tax. Yeah, shipping, taxes, because you have to pay, like, uh, taxes once the, the things arrive here. And it's like an extra 30%. Oh, so wow. a little bit too much. Wow. If you don't find a way, yeah. Yeah, well, next time, next time I see you, I'll, I'll have to uh, have one for you so you can travel back with it or, or if sure. I'm over there. Like when I did a camp in um, Germany, yeah. I think you know my friend Tony. Yep. Um, he actually started a new thing. It's called Bullpen uh, uh, Performance Performing. Instruction. Yeah, so, so we're going to do some stuff over there and just uh, work on developing those guys over there in Germany. I had the opportunity to go over there in Berlin last year. And I brought some of the gloves over, and the kids love those. Um, so next, anyway, my point is, next time I see, you, I'll get you hooked up sure. with some of the gloves. Yeah, it was it was uh, was wonderful. Having now during the lockdown, perfect. I have can have my son instead of my, myself, uh, like trying to think about what we can do in the apartment. And I did some tutorial video on that. Try to hit with like a plastic bottle or stuff like or towel. So that was uh, one day I was able to go into the garage and. Uh, my son uh, at BP with the Nerf uh, gun. Oh yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> well, but uh, you know, talk about hand-eye coordination, right? Yeah. When you yeah, treat it small and, like that. And as you said, having fun. Having fun, yeah. Having that's, fun, yeah. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. What, uh, so, what are you doing with the WBSC? I know we talked about it a little bit earlier. Like, you're with the working with the coaches' commission. Like, what do you do with the coaches' commission? Um, well, we start uh, this project uh, now. It's two years ago. Our first meetings, and it was uh, myself, DJ, and uh, Marco Mazzieri at the beginning. Then we selected another three guys for baseball. Uh, two guys for baseball. One is uh, Jeffrey Edmonds, uh, player association, former major leaguer. Another one is a mental coach uh, from uh, Seattle. And we had three people for softball as well. Uh, we discussed about uh, the needs uh, worldwide from the different federations that are the, the members of the WBSC and see how can we help, uh, uh, how we can help them to go up the, the, the baseball and softball in their country. So we put together uh, levels of certification now, and uh, the last step was uh, October, we certified uh, um, our instruct, international instructor. We did a, a clinic in, in Viera. And uh, so now those instructors will be able to travel according to the level or the needs of the country and according to our level of certification, our, the content, uh, 
uh, of our levels that will be able to to develop a clinic for coaches. Oh, coaches. that's awesome. That's cool. So it's basically teaching the coaches what they need yeah. to know and then certifying them on based on their level and their knowledge and experience. Yeah, you know, you can have uh, good players, but if the leaders or the coaches are not good. And at the beginning, we were with DJ and other former major leaguers, we were traveling and running clinic for the players. But think about, you do, you do a lot of cleaning, but uh, or you see the players every day, or you, you see the player maybe three days uh, in a year, you teach them something, then they go back to work with their local coach that is not good enough, they're going to lose what they did with you three days. So they have to come back with you. So it's good for your business, but not good in terms of the player. And uh, the rest of the world has not the same system as United States. So private lesson academies are not very common. You know, so you have to uh, develop and uh, you have to train the coaches first if you want to have better players. That's great too, because I know a lot of the times we look at coaches from experience in playing. Yeah. And a lot of the times, some of the best players in the game are terrible coaches. Yeah. <laughs> and I myself, when I got done playing, I was a terrible coach. And I thought I knew everything about the game because I played at a high level. And it wasn't true. And I didn't really become a student of the game until I got done playing and I'm still yeah. learning and I still want to be open to new ideas and how the game is growing and what I could do to better myself and the people that I'm giving information to. And, you know, sometimes when we look at coaches and we say, Oh man, he played in the big leagues or, or the big leagues respective to where he's at. Um, and then they come and coach. It's always, it's not necessarily a great situation. So having this coaches commission and the certification I can see as being huge. Yeah, and as you said, uh, maybe as a player, you to get to that level, you you should have like a talent. Right. And most of the time, talent uh, lets you do things that you don't even have to think. So right. it's it's natural, right? So when you try to uh, make the transition to coach, you say, okay, just do this because for you it was natural, but not for the other people. So you have to find the key. <laughs> To, to, to teach your players, not just, uh, well, it's good that you at least can show something, but if you are not able to fix the problems they have, that's, that's what they make the difference, right? Right. Oh yeah. All the, all the difference in the world. That's what a coach is, you know, being able to yeah. make the, the players you have great. I think that's, that's yeah. the main, main objective at least. What is baseball five? Baseball five is a great sport. <laughs> now I do commercial for the WBS. <laughs> now, you know, I'm, I have to start a webinar. I was telling you before uh, next Monday for baseball five. Uh, so I truly believe on this uh, new discipline. You know, every um, main sport in the world, like soccer, basketball, uh, rugby, volleyball, they have like a little brother or little sister. You have like a basketball 3-3, three, three, you have rugby 7, you have a, a beach volley, stuff like that. So the WBSC said we need to find a way to, to, to have everybody playing our sport, right? Even in countries where they have no access to equipment or... Uh, 
somebody that have no money to buy the equipment or uh, some borrow uh, some some neighbor without uh, uh, dedicated venue so they said okay let's see and so they they made like a research on uh, little brother of baseball itself all around the world and they found that uh, the cuatro esquina the four corners they play in cuba was probably a solution so those guys in cuba since many years they play with a rubber ball they hit the ball uh, bare end and they run. No, they actually depends on how big is the... the, the, the <laughs> but it's like in a, in a cross... Uh, how do you say in, in, in English? When two roads cross each other. Crisscross or like an X? Or, yeah. yeah. So they were roads. going from uh, a side to the other one and using the four corners as bases. Oh, okay. All right. So, so they, the like run, they run the second base? Like basically run the second base? No, you, are, you hit from this corner, then you go to that corner in front of you. It's the first base. Then you okay. move to the other corner, second base. Third. So what, you know, you use the four corners of the, 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 the four side of the corner as bases. Okay. And you use a rubber ball. Uh, in Venezuela, they play vitilla or, or tapillas. With with, yeah. yeah, with the plastic, but with a the stick. They said, okay, we need to find something that requires less equipment as possible and then try to convert in an ofi uh, official discipline. And they said, this one looks like okay because you can play, um, let me do the conversion, 18, 60, 60 feet per side. That's the dimension of a baseball five feet. feet. Oh, okay. So you don't need a big space. And then is it, is it, do they bounce the ball or do they throw it when they hit it? No, you just toss the ball and you have to slap it or with the fist or palm and you hit the ball with your bare hand. So is there a pitcher or the batter hits it? No, 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 no. No pitcher, no catcher. You play five against five. That's why baseball five. Oh. So you okay. have five players in defense and five players in the offense. And then you have a batter box behind home plate. It's like uh, 10 feet per side, the batter box. So you can like... Um, create your uh, momentum to first base by doing like a shuffle and then slap the ball. You have the oh. ball in your hand, you slap the ball, and then you have to, 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 to practice a lot, hitting, try to find gap in between the, the defensive players, and it's not easy, man. Oh, wow. And how is the ball? Is it like a racquetball or is it like a heavier rubber ball? It's a rubber ball, rubber ball. Pretty light in weight? Yeah. Or? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's safe for the kids as well. Okay. And do they do, is it like an out system, like three outs? And it's the same concept. Same concept. Same. The only thing you have to do, it's um, the first bounce has to be before the fences. So if you hit straight into the fence or home run, you out. Oh, okay. And there is like a line in front of home plate at uh, 4.5 meters, let's say like uh, 15 feet, something, 14 feet. Right, you, the first bounce have to be after that line. Oh, if okay. Before the line, you out. Okay. So basically, you have to try to smash the ball as hard as you can, and then just run to the base. Like same same thing. Fly ball is out. If you, they catch the ball, you out, and um, there is no foul ball. So if the first bounce is in fair territory, ball is alive. If it's the first bounce is in foul territory, you out. You miss the ball. You in, when you hit, you miss the ball. You out. So no strikes or anything like that. One Having, one shot. Yeah, you take off uh, uh, the that's that's called the boring spar that's pitching. Right? Yeah, because yeah. you think, yeah, it's quicker, so, much quicker game. It sounds oh, like it's it's very dynamic, fast and dynamic. One, and how much, is there any innings or anything like that? Like 
it's five innings game. You can do best of three, but normally if you can play a, a little bit defense, uh, 15 minutes, a game is over. One, five, 15. And then how do you, how does like, so say, um, say like the third baseman, I know it's not a third baseman, but say the third baseman fields a ground ball. What is he, does, is there a first baseman he throws it to, or is he trying yeah. to hit the guy running? No, 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 no. You have the five defensive players. Uh-huh. There is first, they, they play in the normal, well, you can play wherever you want, but even in baseball, you can shift right, the right, defense. Right. So normally you have first base, second base, shortstop, third baseman, and there is like a midfielder that stay around the second base. Oh, okay. So that's the position of the, or you can move it a little bit in the midfielder, like in the pitcher position, if you have to make a play at home because you don't have the catcher. Oh, okay. Right? Oh, I see, I see. So I... think about, um, I, I do, every time I do this example, uh, maybe it doesn't happen in the States, it happens a lot in Italy or other less developed country. You have a kid uh, playing right fielder because in Italy we put our worst player playing right fielder and you hope nobody's going to hit the ball there, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he doesn't catch a ball in a game. Nobody hit there. Then you are, as a hitter, maybe you have three at bat, you have three walks. What do you think once the kid go back home? Maybe his mom asks him, hey, did you like, the, did you enjoy today? He said, no, of course. So maybe, oh, let's try another sport. With this one, you have action. Right, you, yeah. You play, you, you yeah. have action. So it's, and uh, it can be in some country a way to recruit players. In the school in Africa, for example, where you have 100 kids, you set up three fields, you only need three balls, you don't need bases, nothing. You just mark the lines or whatever with chalk. And then if they like it, maybe they can even, after, go and play baseball also. Right. And no gloves. They don't need gloves or anything. No like gloves. That? Nothing. Wow. Nothing. Nothing. No wow. equipment. And the other good thing is that, um, uh, I mean, it's a good tool also for baseball and softball. Because oh, for you sure. Are, you practice uh, fielding with bare hand. The dynamic of running is the same concept, base running. While in baseball or softball, you have two coaches that sometimes overcoach you. Right. While there, you don't have time for coaches. Yeah. You must learn how to move and react. Right. And also for catching, you have to catch a ball when somebody throws the ball to you and have soft and smooth hands. If not, you're not going to catch it. And okay, hitting, you don't have a bat, but uh, I should, uh, I should shoot, send you the picture of uh, the Cubans that are the best. The way they hit, basically, it's the same concept balance rotation uh, short to the ball uh, we here we don't have a bad speed we had like a hand speed right but then and eye coordination is a must yeah you, so you training also all these things in hitting so wow. instead of doing some st- at the beginning of a practice for kids sometimes i introduced with my team i under 12 the first 20 minutes in a practice not, not every practice we play baseball fight Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's a great, great uh, way to get started too, and it's so, so great for the development too of them. Yeah. Is it played on a hard, a hard surface or like? Oof, uh, well, the 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 slogans say play everywhere. So I played uh, on grass, uh, turf, uh, bitumen. I play on clay. 
uh, when we when there are uh, WBSC official competition, there is like a surface. Uh, it's like more like similar to plastic, but light. The okay. small pieces that you you fix uh, all together. You oh, okay. Uh, but that's only for their main event. So like now, you do you like slide on it or or it's yeah, more yeah, sticky? Can, no no no. You can slide. You can okay. slide. It's like a gym floor uh, almost. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. But uh, so they developed the sport to offer like uh, uh, something new to the to the federation members. But actually, they found everybody loved to play. So uh, I was personally in uh, Buenos Aires two years ago at the Youth Olympic Games. So the IOC liked the idea and they introduced the game and will be an official discipline in uh, Dakar 2022. Oh, and you wow. know it's the first step to get into the olympic wow that and, is cool uh, so now we have a continental qualifier i was at the continental in europe i'm working uh, with the asian and uh, african one there will be a pan-american as well and uh, the best team will, the, the 12 top team will qualify for the world cup that's gonna be in mexico on december wow this year. yeah that's awesome, man. That, that That's so brilliant. Like, who came up with that idea? I mean, there's so many brilliant people there at the WBSC. I mean, you got Ricardo Ficari, you got Michael Schmidt, Bang Chulo, you, DJ. I mean, like, brilliant, these brilliant people coming up with these ideas, like the baseball and softball mix in 12 years. I was there in, um, where were we, in uh, Chinese Taipei for that one. Yeah. It was, it was uh, just so much cool stuff coming out of there. Yeah, last time I met you was a softball event, actually. It was in, yeah, softball uh, in... Uh, we were in Shanghai. Uh, Shanghai, right? Shanghai, yeah. Shanghai, for Shanghai. the Olympic qualifier. Softball Olympic qualifier, yeah. yeah, true. Yeah. I would like to say it was my idea, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. I think, uh, well, uh, the, the, the need of something new uh, was uh, brought up by Ricardo, by President Fracari. Wow. And... Um, if I well remember, the president of uh, European Confederation uh, told him about uh, this uh, discipline in, uh, in Cuba because there was a, a big event sponsored by Red Bull. So they went there, they watched it, and at the end they decided, okay, let's use this, let's implement our rules and see how it was. So it was like... Uh, was brainstorming through some of the WBSC executive members. And I think it was a pretty good idea and pretty good results after that. So That is. That sounds really cool. And I knew about it just from working with the WBSC. I had heard about it. I had saw some videos of guys playing it, but I didn't really understand it until you just broke it down for me there. How, yeah. how strong is it in other countries? And is anyone doing it in the U.S. currently? We, we had a guy uh, last year in Cuba, we had a seminar to certify continental instructor for baseball fire. We had a guy from um, USA Baseball, but actually I don't know if uh, he's uh, doing something right now. I don't know. I introduced during the Women Baseball World Cup to some school in uh, Vier around Vieira, but then, you know, the market in the States is tough. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough, tough to get really. someone to go from baseball which is like the main yeah. thing in youth baseball and you know drive them somewhere else where a lot of guys you know back when I was coming up we would play multiple sports you know I grew up playing basketball football baseball I played volleyball 
Um, you know, not soccer. That, no soccer. No soccer. <laughs> no. I did when I was a little guy, when I was like four or five, but that was it. I was like, wait, oh, yeah. you can't use your hands? <laughs> this doesn't seem very American to me. Makes <laughs> <laughs> sense. You, you goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's how it was when I was coming up. But nowadays, these kids are specializing at like eight years old. They're like, no, I'm a baseball player. So it's hard wow. to like get them to move, you know, get from yeah. their sport into the other sports, at least here, in my opinion. But that sounds, that sounds like such a fascinating and cool and fast-paced, fun sport to keep their attention. And, you know, I don't know. That just seems fun. Hey, don't get me wrong. I still prefer baseball. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, uh, it's, it's, it's very nice. I mean, you can do both. Right, you can do right. both. Yeah. Or you can – I personally, as coach commission, baseball and softball coach commission – it's a, it's a tool that we use at the grassroots level. So for our, uh, you know, you, you, you have to introduce uh, baseball in, or softball in a country where there is nothing. So no coaches, nothing. So we go straight to the school teachers. And how can you explain them uh, all the rules of baseball and softball? It's going to be a mess. And especially, it would be tough to develop pitchers. Okay, so let's start with baseball five and see step by step what we can do. At the same time, maybe those school teachers can get better and go to the next level and maybe we can introduce baseball and softball concept. But at the grassroots level for me is perfect, perfect. That's really cool. Andrea, can you send me a baseball five ball and in return, I will send you some of the little gloves that I have. We'll make you a know trade. What? You know what? I will do for sure. If you want to uh, early, then the, 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 the day we will see each other, there are like a, there is a box of here in the office left that actually they should ship me back. <laughs> we had a ton of equipment there. I, I, I was uh, planning to travel on mid-March to shoot uh, tips and drill for the coach commission. So we had all the equipment there and then Two weeks before, when something uh, come up here, I said, mm, I better cancel my, my trip to Florida so that <laughs> I have all the equipment stuck there at the office. Oh, nice. So just, well, pass a- by, just pass by and say, I need a ball of baseball five. I'll do it. I'll do it. Andrea, thank you so much for coming on and giving us your time. And it was great speaking with you. I hope to see you soon again. Hopefully, we'll get to travel again soon, uh, sure. wherever it may be. Because I, I feel like I've only saw you twice in the u.s and other times we're in uh somewhere else you know so uh wherever i get to see it's always a pleasure you are always uh uh, you know happy uh always smiling always going about the game in a certain way definitely a baseball guy you know the way you carry yourself and i love it i appreciate (laughs) you and uh thanks again man same here stay safe man you too friend you too and say hi to your son for me all right i will i will see you andrea (laughs)